Oh no! <laughs> What happened? What happened? I just uploaded the video and I literally showed you it for you. <laughs> <laughs> put it in there. Yeah, I did. Where was it? I didn't see it. Exactly I, I didn't see it though. It didn't happen. Uh, so <laughs> we were waiting for Mike Bear's horn to come. Play it in. again. Play it again, Sam. Play it again. Just play it by itself. All right. no. oh, I love it. <laughs> Terrible. Good morning, Eddie Dykes. We're moving on. We're moving there? on from, from the trumpet. That We've already thud, and he announced it too, man. It's <laughs> been okay. Man. Like, we let everybody in on the joke. So right before we go live, Shay's like, "We've got a new intro as well. We've got an updated intro." And I was like, "Oh, we added Mike Bear. Yeah, it's gonna come in. It's seamless. It's gonna go right through." It was Great. True. I, I waited for uh, after the you know we saw us. I was like, "Here comes the trumpet." No trumpet. No trumpet. Just play the trumpet. I need to hear the trumpet, please. Just play that piece. Okay, hold on. Hold Here we hold go. On, <laughs> Just that piece, man. Yes, I'm so bummed out. Man. I'm bummed too. I literally play it. Uh, I love it. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Henry Paisano. Good, go good morning, Coach Mike. Good morning, Double G. All right, we're ready for the horn. Here we go. Here Mike we go. Bear trumpet. Quality horn, man. It's a, it's a great trumpet. It's a fantastic trumpet. The guy absolutely crushed it. I said to Shay this morning, I go, why don't we put the bugle in there? And he goes, what the fuck's a bugle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we hope that you are having as much fun on this beautiful Thursday morning as we are. Glad to be here for another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Had a fantastic day yesterday. We got some great content for today. Shay, take us to some more, some wake up music, and then we'll come back from wake up music, and we'll talk about what we did yesterday. Talk about what the national day is, and we'll get it rolling. Well, we know the wake up music works. Huh? We hope. things before we get going so i think teddy pendergrass is the one that messed with the video so <laughs> he got some mojo he goes don't mess with my morning yeah don't show. mess with the start of the show <laughs> wake up music get rid of that bugle will you man so it's out. and then i love this so Lori remembers a place called aqueduct which was an actual place where horse racing was one of the first gambling places in new york she used to go with her grandfather. I went with my grandfather. So, I mean, that was really, really cool. That's a cool memory. So thank you. That's awesome. So some updates. Let's start with the American Heart Walk. Let's start with pushing funds for this giveaway that we have. Shay, show me the pictures of what people can get 
if they choose to donate to our fundraiser for American Heart. We've got a watch. We've got a cruise. We've got a, a night, night out on the river on a boat with the Noodlebergs. And soon we will have something from Weston Jewelers that will also be available for uh, for people to bid on. So we are pushing this again. Remember, normally you're giving just to give because it feels good and it's great. We're incentivizing that even more. For 50 bucks, you throw your name in the hat to get something for what you're giving to the American heart. And guys, it is the number one killer in the United States. One third of deaths come from heart disease or some kind of heart uh, malfunction. So guys, let's do it. Let's go to, let's get together. The huddle comes together. We give, it's what we do. Let's do it this morning. You think about it. You spend 50 bucks and you're on a seven day cruise. What? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> or you get a $10,000 watch. <laughs> for me, I think the whole thing, I'd bag all of that and just to cruise. With I'd Mr. throw, I'd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love it. There's Mike Bear this morning. What, what's, I'm outbidding anybody. I'm going right. to put all of my money on, on Denison and I'm going right for that. I'm, I'm loading that, that silo. So I good shit. It. Really good shit. So another update. Yesterday we had an awesome opportunity to join the shrimp tank and do the uh, do Jason Hill's podcast which was on FAU's campus, which was super cool and super enjoyable. Um, great conversation yesterday. And look at Jakester really putting his two cents in there with us. It was, I mean, look, let's face it. Anytime you're, I'm sitting with the two of you guys and people are asking questions, man, there's a fight for the mic. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was kind of like, uh, all right, quit talking already so I can talk. You know? <laughs> um, but it was great you, to your point. The questions were really great. If you've not heard the interview, Shay can post the link here or reach out to any one of us. But they asked some really good questions. Kevin Cox, uh, who is Jason's uh, cohort, he is an entrepreneur professor at FAU. He drives a lot of the new programs there. And he was great. You know, he asked, you know, some really deep, good questions. I think we educated them a bunch and I love that when we do what we do, people say, wow, I got a lot of takeaways, a lot of noodle nuggets to refer to Greg Goldstein. So uh, it was fun. It was entertaining. It was a full hour plus. And uh, yeah, it was over an hour. It was cool. He had different segments. You know, for those of you that have never seen Jason's show, they did Hot or Not, which was cool. They talked about some topics and had our opinions on whether it was something people should be interested or in or not. They had a Plead the Fifth segment where they were asking us really tough questions to see if we would answer them or plead the well, fifth. One of the questions was, which one's my favorite son? Yeah. You know? No, which son is better? That's right, exactly. is better. <laughs> I danced around and go, I don't know. Better is sort of nebulous. Better than what? Better than, you know, I was like, yeah. sounds like plead the fifth to me, man. So that uh, It was oh. awesome. So it was a great time. Thank you, Jason, for the opportunity. So I was trying to uh, do a little surprise to create some more drama for this raising of the monies. So courtesy of Mr. Ed Dykes, bang. Oh, wow. <laughs> so tell us what we got here. We've got a 18-carat nanny's necklace with diamonds, retail value of $4,500. That is going up on the website now. So now you got an opportunity to get a watch, to get a necklace, to get a seven-day cruise, or to get a night out on a boat with the Noodlebergs. 
obviously the night out with the Noodlebergs is the most valuable. But uh, super excited. I'm kicking that silo off. I'm putting two. I'm buying two tickets of my own on that one. I love it. Such <laughs> a lady that might enjoy that gift. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not putting it on the ball money in there. I'm putting. Look, I got I got a push present that's coming, so maybe I'll throw some money in there for the push present. So there you uh, go. <laughs> I, I love it. Let's get in there. Let's. So any of the things that interest you guys, if you're unsure about how to do it, Shay will throw the link in the comments. Click on the link, add the donation, put your name in there, and what you're bidding on and what you would like to win. Or if you're watching, scan the QR code on the screen. It'll take you right to it. And uh, let's do some great work to help American Heart. So, without any further ado, today's national day is Optimist Day. So, are you an optimist, optimistic person? Do you have optimism in you? What's the difference between optimistic and positive? I love this video from Simon Sinek. Show me Simon talking about optimism. Anyway, uh, one of the things um, which I preach, as everybody knows, is about being optimistic. Um, this is different from being positive, um, and it's definitely not naive. A lot of people think that optimism is naive. It's not. Optimism is not the denial of reality. Um, and positivity is about saying things are good even when they're not. So like, everything's fine here, nothing to see here, everything's good, everything's good, we're good. That's positivity. We don't need positivity right now. Optimism is the belief that the future is positive. We are going through a hard time now. Times are tough, they're rough, they're dark, but we will get through this together. That's what optimism sounds like. It is not the denial of, of, of what is. It is not uh, uh, pretending that things aren't good. It is simply the fundamental belief that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and we are heading towards that light. Um, so be optimistic. We will get through this together. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Talk to you soon. So, so it fascinates me on a couple of levels. You know, now that our, our office is at uh, Nova, there's a lot of people from Nova reaching back out going, wow, we got you back. I was one of the original uh, founders. I invested in the entrepreneur school there with a brick and all of that kind of stuff. But one of the, the um, groups I was involved in was bringing in young entrepreneurs because obviously we didn't donate the big money. Right. And one of our first guest speakers was Simon Sinek. <laughs> we didn't even know who this guy was. It was like <laughs> the invitation. It was like, hey, we got somebody. <laughs> you know, so he came in and he was so dynamic in his delivery and his content. So when I see him doing what he does, he's really the same guy. More people know about him. That's all it is. Yeah. He never changed. He's been the same way as long as that. And this particular topic, there are lots of people who comment on it. You know, um, sometimes positivity, people are unrealistic. So it's like, look, there on. was nothing worse than being in the locker room after a loss and having the guy come in cheerful and smiling and clapping, saying, no big deal, guys. Everything's going to be okay. It's all good. We're all right. Like, no, bro. No, we needed to win this game in order to accomplish our goals at the end of the year. It's not good right now. Now it's way different than coming in and saying, Hey bro, I know this sucks. We're going to get through this. 
We'll make stuff happen. Teams will lose. We'll get back to what we need to do. The future can still happen the way we want it to, but I'm recognizing the fact that this sucks and I'm here with you. Leaders that do not recognize the negative or the reality that you're living in and don't validate those emotions and those feelings do not develop any buy-in or any kind of team unity in those tough moments. So I think a shining example is Kansas City. You know, the post-game stuff, Monday stuff with Andy Reid um, and, and Pat, you know, Mahomes were, you know, like Andy Reid said, look, the guy was two quarters away from going to three straight Super Bowls. He didn't all of a sudden get shitty. He's right. a great quarterback. We made some mistakes. It's unfortunate that as a team, we're not going there but we will be back. We have work to do to get back there. So that's a pretty amazing, you know, assessment of this is who we are. This is what we did wrong. This is what we need to do better. And I tell you this, I would freak out to see what Kansas city is going to do next year. Cause they're, Hey, in the house. welcome to the OTB roster and family and welcome to the Noodleberg daily huddle. But so that to me is when when you're optimistic and you're willing to look at the reality that allows you to then look at the work that needs to be done in order to get to where you want to go. If you're if you started 2022 and it's not going well, you can't just say, oh, it'll be all right. No big deal. It's OK. No, you got to acknowledge the fact that it's not working or it's not going the way you wanted it to in order to say, all right. I still want to do what I said I, I, I plan to do, but how do I do it now? So we talk about the power of words and some people say, well, that's really semantics, whatever words inform behavior. Yep. You know? So if you're positive, like he said, Oh, it's great. Everything's fine. Blah, 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 you know, like I'm going to look at you and say, uh, excuse me. No, it's not. You know? <laughs> right. not okay. You know, like when I lost that big deal, it wasn't okay. You right. Know? right. It hurt, man. And I was right. like, someone tore my tonsils out. But I was optimistic that I wouldn't stay there, getting knocked down, all those analogies. So it's just using the words to inform the behavior. Optimistic people believe that there's a better way. It can get better. They can control their mind, which controls their destiny, you know, positive people get stuck all the time. The train passes them because they're like cheerleaders and go, come on, man, you can't do it without activity. It's impossible. Well, that's, that I think is the other major difference is that optimism requires you to not just focus on what you're feeling and going through right now, but also still keep the vision of where you want to go. So it's not about just blindly saying things are going to be okay. It's not about sitting and wallowing in the moment that you're in right now. It's this beautiful combination of the acceptance of what's happening right now with the firm belief that you can still do, accomplish, be whatever that thing was that you were looking for. In football terms for me, that meant we started the game. And now this is a real microcosm. Think about it happening in a three-hour stint. We started the game. We gave up three touchdowns. We haven't scored any points. Look, guys, we're in a bad situation. We're down three touchdowns. 
but I'm still optimistic that we can win this game. Here's what we need to do in order to be able to do that. I have a quota that I want to hit. I haven't done what I needed to do in January. That's okay. I'm all right. We're going to we're gonna get through this. But here, I got to tick up my activity a little bit more. I got to get more focused on the details of the messaging that I'm sending. I got to change the behavior a little bit and focus a little bit more on it because I'm not getting the results. I'm aware of that, but I'm still confident I can do what I want to do. This bleeds into when people call me and they go, hey, I'd love for you to come in and motivate my team. Can't motivate people that don't want to be motivated, you know. So, you know, the idea that you need to have a mindset, Tom Brady, you know, you can talk about him all day long, but at halftime at the Super Bowl, they're down 28-3. You know, half the audience left and went to go to dinner or whatever. He was optimistic that if they stuck to the game plan and did what they knew how to do, that there would be a positive outcome. He didn't guarantee it, he didn't all he did, and this again optimism comes from doing what's important right now. What do we need to do? We need to open up the half and get a couple of first downs, get the momentum going. We need to score a touchdown. All of a sudden, oh, the other team goes, oh shit, they came to play. You know, <laughs> so that, you know, those things turn on a dime and, and it happens in business all the time. You get momentum. Momentum creates false positivity because you know, you, you, you get hung up on, look at us. You start listening to the, wow, look how great you are. You're the best. You know, that's bullshit. It's all about the work you do the next day. So yesterday in the conversation that we had on the shrimp tank, they had talked about that having gone through these incubators and having created all of these startups coming out of FAU, something they found is that a key indicator for success is experience but specifically the experience of failing because what that failure had taught and developed in people, which allowed them to deal with adversity and understand how to move beyond it. I think that's where optimism really comes from is I understand that it can be bad right now. That doesn't mean that it's going to be bad forever, but if I don't focus on what I'm supposed to do in order to change what's happening, then I can't control or give myself the best opportunity to be successful. So it all comes, you know, it always comes back to doing the work. It always comes back to focusing on the activity, but how it comes back to that relates to your mindset and the way you think about the adversity on whether or not you're blindly positive or truly optimistic and understanding that the reality is what it is, but we still have the vision for the future. I think Kevin was sort of shocked that the, one of the first things I said was I've had a couple of big wins, but I've had mostly failures. And he like went, that's like the most refreshing thing I've ever heard. Cause people were telling you it was a straight line to the top of completely full of crap. Right. You know, all of us are going to go through the storms, you know, diamonds are made from the friction. That's what life is. And so, you know, I had this conversation with some of the other day, that book, the obstacle is the way, you know, when you look at the obstacle, you know, okay, what am I learning? What do I need to do? That's pure optimism. Correct. That's okay. That's optimism. I will do whatever it takes to get over that hip hump to get to the next level. That's not positivity. It's, it's also know. a growth mindset, right? It's also what we talked about with Carol Dweck of, okay, I can't do it right now, but that doesn't mean I can't do it forever. It just means I can't do it yet. 
and saying it's not for me or saying that I can't do it at all is way different than saying I can't do it yet because that recognizes the fact that I can do the work in order to be able to overcome whatever that obstacle is. Okay, so Christy, first of all, love having you in the huddle, love what you put out there. I'm going to challenge you back and say people who are constantly deferring to plan B, C, D, and E, they're not vested optimism in plan A. They haven't done enough to make plan A work. So you hear this all the time. Burn the boats, man. There is <laughs> there is nothing left. Tom Brady was the 199th pick. He didn't have a plan B. He said, I know how to do this. I'm going to do what it takes to do that. And I think that's a challenge with people is they pull off. And, and this is statistically true. Most people are really, really close to success when they bail. Right. They, they don't stay long enough. So persistence and you start stacking these words, which if you have words that you live by, optimism leads to, OK, what's my plan? Then my plan leads to my behavior. And every single CEO that I coach, I make them focus on daily behavior. Yeah. That, you can be optimistic that you can do anything today. Anything. You don't have that. You may not get the results you want, but right. you can do the work today and the work today compounds. And so is Warren Buffett optimistic or positive when he's in the market? He doesn't bring positivity. They laugh him out of the building. He's optimistic. If you do the right things, the right things happen. Correct. And so it's not, and I, I want to touch on what Christy said as well. It's not about having a plan B, C, or D to get to your goals. It's about understanding that the plan to get to that goal is not a straight line. It's not going to happen exactly the way you planned it. That doesn't mean burn that plan and start a new one. It just means that there's variations and adjustments and bumps in the road and obstacles and all of the other words that describe what it means to not be on a direct line to where you want to be, but the mindset that's required in order to get there involves a lot of optimism. So Jake's going to be so pissed at me today because mm -hmm. I, so there was this article about 14 songs that I represent on LinkedIn. Sales. on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn. So I had him pull like 15 seconds of every song so we could play it and talk about it. And we're not going to get to it. So here's a the lot thing. of work that he did. Here's the thing. I'm done for tomorrow. I love it. It's, yeah. it's certainly a great lesson, you know, and it shows you all of that stuff. So we'll, we'll have it packed for tomorrow. It's fun. It's light. It'll take us through the weekend. Um, I love when we pick a topic or a word and, and we can carries. go on it. So for those of you who are religious about tuning in every day or anybody who's not in the live audience, send us a topic that you want to talk about. Do just say a word. Can you use this word? Can you do this concept? You know, uh, I've heard a lot recently about the word expensive. And so I could go, you and I could go for days. I love on it. What the word expensive means. What does that really mean? It's another word like better, you know, better than what? You know, more expensive. <laughs> now, the way you danced around which sun was better yesterday was absolutely, you could do a whole show on that. Magical, right? I mean, it, it's, that's a gift. I mean, let, let's call it what Dance. it is. <laughs> so tomorrow, guys. all the motivational music you need. Have a fantastic Thursday. Tune in tomorrow to hear 14 great sales songs. Have a great Thursday. Let's get down to business.